0: A timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry. Way downtown. Bang!
1: Bang! Oh,
0: what a shot from Curry. Rebound knocked. Back out to Allen. History title. Bang! It's back to Igadano. Up to the layup. Oh, boxed by James. Here's Middleton. Giannis trailing the last.
1: Boom. Welcome back to The Playbook, a podcast all about the NBA and part of the All Indie Sports Network. I'd like to start off, as per usual, with a thanks to our title sponsor, Jack Brown Videography, the best wedding videographer in Louisville, Indianapolis, and beyond. But uh, to get going with our show, The Playbook, I'm your host, Sal, uh, joined by my co-host, Mark. Mark, um, how's everything going?
2: It's going great. I just heard maybe the jankiest intro of all time, though.
1: It was pretty janky. Um, That's okay. But, you know, I got to switch it up sometimes. I switched up the tone. Matter. You know, I didn't want it to sound too carbon copy because we do shoot a new intro every time. Um, that is true. Yeah. Uh, so this week has been packed. I mean, free agency just started. Um, I mean, players are introducing their draftees and all and such. Um, but we have a ton of trades that, I mean, kind of altering the league a little bit. Um and, I mean, at least news of people wanting to go and, and such. Um, but uh, honestly, in my opinion, it's great to see some movement. Uh, I think it makes everything a lot more exciting, especially the build-up to next season, like in terms of the hype. And, um, Mark, what trade would you like to go over first? Or what big move?
2: Uh, well, I think I think there's a pretty clear one to go over first. But just before I say that, I think, I think with all the stuff that we saw the last few days, it pretty much just was what we were thinking we'd see during the draft right and i and it makes sense i mean the stuff that doesn't happen during the draft just happens once free agency opens but um the first one the biggest one the probably like the i I don't know Uh, i don't know how to describe it i don't have a word for it but the rudy gobert trade to the wolves what was it it was rudy for malik beasley jared vanderbilt patrick beverly one other player, a Walker Kessler, and I think one other player, maybe
1: Leandro I mean, no, Barbario. And... That's it. Yeah, it's, it was okay.
2: four, and then four first, four first-round picks. Three of them totally unprotected, and then the 2029 20, first was well, top. You also five might as pick.
1: well call Walker Kessler a first exactly. round pick as well. So technically, you're getting five first-round picks here. Yeah, because um, he hasn't even
2: played for the team. Crazy, yet. crazy. Um, I have. I actually, I've. I know what my word for the trade is, and it's overpay.
1: I totally agree with you here.
2: I mean, like, really, who, who is the... Because, comp- like, the only l- possible reason for this is there's some sort of bidding war, right? But then who is fueling that bidding war to the point where it got to essentially five first-round picks? Because you think of the team, other teams that were in for Rudy, and the first one that comes to mind is the Bulls. And they only the got Bulls, two picks, though. The Bulls, in a million years, could not give up five first-round picks. No. Well, I guess maybe in a million years, but like... But right now, they cannot give up for five time picks because they just don't have them. Uh, let's say they gave up Vooch in like two or three. I don't even know if they can do three. I think they can do two, but I don't they think do they, can...
1: they can. do two. They can do two,
2: I believe. So how did it get from two to five? And I get it. Vooch as a player has more value than the players that the Timberwolves gave up. But not that much more.
1: I think him and Vanderbilt are pretty close. <laughs>
2: I, no. Like, I, like what? Close. What, I was
1: decently close. Uh, I was gonna. Say, I, I was uh,
2: Vanderbilt. I don't think has too much value, but, um, but I was thinking more like Walker Kessler, Malik Beasley, and I guess Vanderbilt combined. Oh, and, and Pat Bev, Bever- Did we say yeah. Pat Yeah. Okay. Well, if we first of all, Patrick Beverly in Utah is just.
1: He'll be gone. He's not
2: going. Oh no, Utah. Utah. The fans me. are way too racist to let that <laughs> happen. Way <laughs> too racist. There's yeah, no chance. Sure. <laughs> No chance. But um,
1: I just I can't wrap my head around no. how a guy that was known to be traded this summer and everyone knew he was going to get traded, got that much. Like that is yeah, ridiculous. that's crazy.
2: I mean, that's what they got for Harden. Like if you think about it, what did the Rockets get for Harden? They got like a ton of picks. And what? John. Oladipo. Yeah, yeah, Oladipo. Sorry, but um. Yeah, like, you essentially got more for Rudy Gobert. And I get it. Rudy Gobert, on his, just by himself, gives your team a top-five defense. Like, Rudy Gobert without... A sh- Look, I, I like Rudy Gobert. I'm a big Rudy Gobert fan. I always have been, and I'm not shy about it in the slightest. Um, but he, by himself, gives you top-five defense. I mean, he is... An all, like, he's on track to be an all-time type defender. He's obviously a bona fide, like, first ballot Hall of Famer. He probably should have four defensive player of the years instead of five, but that's not important. He has three... I mean, sorry, he should have he should have four instead of three. Um, but he has three. So, I mean, he's in, he's incredible. Uh, all the stuff about, like, him getting run off the court and all that, it's pretty, sen- like, senseless. Like, it doesn't actually make a lot of sense. It's not actually true either like Rudy's incredible but five first round picks for a guy who's a 30 year old, a 30-year-old too I'm not too worried about the age thing too I think he could age pretty well
1: I know yeah, no doubt about that but it's but not five? like you're getting a young stud here as well no he's uh, like, gonna you're, grow you're, much better than he already is
2: no and his limitations offensively are so big like like defensively he's perfect there's mm-hmm. literally no flaw in his defensive game there is zero he for a for who he is he stays in front of smaller guys incredibly well he's he does everything he's the ultimate defensive player but he's so limited offensively um maybe it was just a result of what we saw in of what the way utah operated the way donovan mitchell just for whatever reason didn't pass him the ball but it's not like this guy has moves. No, like he, he doesn't, doesn't have. have a he has, no bag. Or anything. He's, he's he's has got, no bag. He's got a
1: three-foot he no shot. He's got three feet within the basket, and I've seen a little drop step dunk. before. but dunks. That's it. Yeah, a drop he's step to dunk. dunk. It's just,
2: but uh, um, yeah, he has yeah. no bag, so I don't really understand it. That, but I, I, I don't. It's weird. It's, it's, it's way too much. I don't know how. Like, what did the Jazz just ask for five firsts, and the Timberwolves said yes? Like that's. I do, I can't see the Timberwolves throwing out an offer five first because who would have come even close to matching that? Um, yeah, this is Tim Connolly, right? Remember when we were talking before Tim and Connolly, like big. He's he's now tra- he's traded
1: tris- uh, Vanderbilt and um, Beasley twice in his career now.
2: Well, he also drafted Rudy Gobert, did he, he not? Trad- he tra- yeah,
1: and yeah, and he traded um, Beasley and Vando to the Wolves. Yeah, and then so, traded them back to a different team, which is quite funny.
2: Yeah, so I, I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm, but if this is your first move, this better work.
1: So, because... yeah, now let's talk about the fit here that we, that we have uh, with this roster. So the projected starting lineup uh, would be D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards. Uh, I think they'd probably start Torian Prince. And then Cat and Gobert.
2: Sure, sure. Or what about um? They have slow mo. There's no, no, no. Anderson what's now. that? uh there's that other defender that they have on the team. Oh, he's another wing. Shoot, what's his name? I was actually very happy he also wasn't given away in that trade. Oh, Jane McDaniel's. Jane McDaniel's. I actually, probably won't start. But um. No, I doubt it. Yeah, it'll probably be Prince. The fit.
1: It's it's super it weird does, in it, my it, opinion. Like like look, those those big men are great on their own. I don't think they can coexist in a front court, especially in an era where teams shoot a lot of threes, and especially the defending champions. And pulling out Gobert and Cat both to the perimeter on defense is gonna have a lot of um, questionable things that come up. I mean, I don't know if they can both stay on the perimeter. Uh, see, see, I'm
2: I'm less sold on that. And, oh, so and, and they
1: also just don't have as many wing defend Like, they gave up Pat Bed, they gave up Vanderbilt. Um, and, I mean, like, their best defender on the perimeter is probably, like, who? Who do you think it is? Now? Yeah. Like, they're just uh... not a very defensively team besides Gobert. But
2: you don't need to be.
1: I know, but that's what we saw with the Jazz. That's
2: the whole point of Rudy Gobert, but to be fair, the defender you compare the defensive players the Timberwolves have compared to what the Jazz had and it's still nine day because so the who, Jazz who do you think's the, good the second on... the second best defender on that Jazz team was like Royce o'neill Royce O'Neal. Yeah. Who is
1: who would still probably be the second best defender on the Wolves.
2: No. No, no. Who do you no, think? No. Who do you think? Not even who close. Who do you think it is? Who do you think it is? I mean, you've got McDaniel's is better than him. Prince is better than him.
1: Whoa. Yeah, Roy
2: O'Neill is not good. I don't. I don't have never understood the fact. Royce, Royce O'Neill is bad. On
0: Royce. Who Royce is not Brooklyn Nets by the way?
2: Roy does. Roy O'Neill doesn't do anything on offense. He, d- he has, barely plays. He bangs plays those
1: deep. threes. He bangs threes and he gets steals and blocks and.
2: And Look, a, just because he's useful he's, in fantasy good doesn't mean he's useful player, in a real game. But he Who is... cares? <laughs> what 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 did you call, What are the things called? What are the blocks? stocks? He's a good stocks player. Yeah, I call them I call, them.
1: I call them. stocks. Yeah, stocks steals in blocks. He's still
2: yeah. bad. Royce O'Neal is not good. I'm not. I don't think he's good. I don't. I, I like he's a minimum contract this is guy. So, he's, this like a, is he's so like,
1: disrespectful. He's like a 10th man on an so NBA. This He's so disrespectful. He, he should not Royce. be starting for any reason. not disrespectful. On Royce
2: O'Neal, if you're listening to this, come on the show and I'll say it again to your face.
1: Royce, if you're listening to this, we'd love to have you in Indiana. We'd love to have, uh, oh, love to have you in Indiana. I'd love him to be a pacer. Wow. That's, he, that's. He's a pacer. He's a pacer. Wow. He's a future pacer. Should I make that claim?
2: He'd help with right the now. tank. He'd definitely help with the tank.
1: He could mentor some guys like, like
2: He'd help he'd help with the he'd Kendall help with the Brown. He'd help with trying to get Victor Wimbanyama next season. That's that's the only thing he'd be able to help with.
1: If you want someone that can help with that, you sign Tristan Thompson back.
2: No, you sign. you trade for, you tr- trade for Royce O'Neal. Trade How, for why Royce? did they give him a first for, whatever. But yeah, didn't um, they give him, for, yeah, they didn't give yeah, him the that's, first. Yeah, that's that's terrible. But enough about Royce O'Neal. Um like, I, I don't, I, like, I don't know. I think it's it's still way better than what they had in Minnesota, uh, than in Utah. But, yeah, um but they have, they have but better then, players. I, and at the same, at the, again, at the same time, so ever since this trade's gone down, at first I was, like, totally just blown away by it and all that. And I still kind of am, especially because of the overpay. But now in terms of the actual fit itself, the more, like, what I've done ever since the trade, what... You and I both have an extreme amount of time on our hands now. We're not in school anymore or anything. We have yeah, more time yeah, than we know well, what to do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But let's, let's be real here. So what I've decided to do, spend my summer break, when I'm not doing whatever. I'm watching Minnesota Timberwolves games from last season.
1: That is the oddest thing I've heard
2: in my and life. And no, no, no. It's for a use. It's for use. And okay, okay. But the big thing I've been watching is the l- spots that J- uh, that uh, Jaden McDaniels, or sorry, not Jaden McDaniels, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, and Carl Anthony Towns took up on the court. And what I began to notice, now to be fair, I only got through about three or four games, so it's not the biggest sample in the world. But they were they were all pretty consistent. Um, what I noticed is that, I, this, also, I watched, I watched a couple games during the season, but not too many Timberwolves games. No one does that. No one watches Timberwolves games. But, um, what, the big thing I took away from that was, if Minnesota weren't playing against, like, a big center, and by big center, I mean, like, a Jokic, and like, actual, like, large center, Jane McDaniels, are, again, not Jane McDaniels, Jared Vanderbilt, again, he was the five, and Cat was the four, and they only swapped that mostly defensively, because Vanderbilt just couldn't—he didn't have the actual like body mass to keep to to guard the big centers. But offensively, it was almost always Cat playing as the four. So I don't worry about the offensive fit to be honest, because I think Rudy Gobert can just do keep doing what he's doing, and he won't get in anyone's way. And defensively, I'm less worried about it because Cat. I mean, he's he's, for a big big, he's pretty nimble, like for a big big. Yeah. And Rudy yeah, Gobert yeah, is Rudy obviously very. I don't need to say it again how good he is defensively, but, but um. No, Rudy is Rudy's. Pff, so I'm less worried about the fit in the front court. But again, it's just a question of like, they just don't have enough talent to win a championship, I don't think. Unless Anthony Edwards becomes it like totally a totally banks.
1: It totally banks on Anthony Edwards, this whole thing. I think they're probably going to extend D'Lo. I, I believe so on their last year of the deal. Uh, because, I mean, I, probably for a more team-friendly type of thing. Uh, they don't have a lot of wiggle room in terms of the players they have and the money they got. Um, but if Anthony Edwards can. Truly like I Which I believe like He's probably going to Take another step up uh, Next season Maybe he'll probably Be an all-star I wouldn't be surprised um, But if Anthony Edwards Really takes that Next leap uh, And keeps Keeps going uh, I can definitely See this team Maybe contending It just really All depends Like uh, I mean I don't think Like you said That the Towns Go Bear thing Should work on paper Relative like decently Um but, I mean, obviously it's a little worrisome against smaller teams. But that also brings the smaller teams more issues defensively. But it's Anthony Edwards's. Uh, but
2: how many small teams he's, are he's there? has got the key.
1: Well, not too many. How but... many?
2: How many like truly small teams that like shoot like the Warriors are there? Like people say, like people say, like oh, like you can't beat the Warriors. Okay, but no one could.
1: I'd say the boxer, like, B- Bucks are like Bucks. Yeah,
2: the only way they'll have they to, shoot to face like the Bucks is the if they, they make like the Warriors. The like only the Warriors, way, but... look, don't worry about the Bucks. Don't worry about the East. They'll have to make it to the finals first, right? Okay. And so if Minnesota so and the, West, the, Tim... the Timberwolves just just making the finals, that's 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 more than enough out of this Rudy trade. If they just make the finals, they'll take it. If you if you told Tim Connolly right as he made right before he made the trade, okay, you'll get a finals appearance and nothing else out of this whole trade. Do you want to still do it? He'd say yes a thousand times over. Because a t- finals appearance for the Timberwolves is like a three-peat for another team. Like, let's be real here. Yeah. Like, if they get a conference finals appearance out of this, that's a win for them. That's a win. For the Timberwolves, that's a win. Because what. Has, have they ever made the conference finals?
1: Yeah. Have they probably done it with Kevin Garnett, no?
2: I think they only made the playoffs a couple times with Kevin Garnett. I don't think they made the conference finals. Maybe, they, Maybe they did. I might be wrong. But, like. People say, like, oh, what about the teams that play small? What about the teams that shoot really well? How many teams in the West are there that do that? How many teams in the West play small and shoot really well? And I'm talking play small enough to the point where, you like, Kat and Rudy can't coexist. Which, first of all, I don't think there's any team, aside from the Warriors, that do that. And the whole running off the court thing? If you've got a well-built team, that doesn't exist. The only reason you could argue Rudy would get, like, ever run off the court, which, again, didn't really happen, and it's just an easy narrative, was just because no one else on the Jazz played defense. Like, remember that Maverick series where, like, who... Was it Maxi Kleber had, like, 26 or whatever because he was just hitting all those corner threes? Because Rudy would have to leave him? Rudy mm. only had to leave him because the other defender could not stay in front of his man. Rudy only had to leave Kleber, whoever it was open. Kleber, Powell, whoever open because the f- guy guarding the ball could not stay in front of him so that player either got a free two or you made the guy take a corner three that's the only reason to happen so if you've got someone who can play defense that just won't happen yeah so but name, name another team aside from, aside from the Warriors plays small like plays really small really and again, small. how small do the Warriors, Kevon Looney got a good bit of court time, how small are they
1: I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know what this Clippers team is going to look like next year.
2: Oh, they just extended Zubach.
1: I know they did, but. And are they, they really
2: are they really going to run cut Robert Covington at the five often? I don't think so. Hey,
1: I think that could be a move at times. And I'm not worried
2: about Robert Covington at the five. He's not a, the small ball center that hey, like, scares. he's a
1: stock guy too.
2: I do not care. <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't know. Well, the Warriors are a one of a kind team, Mark. Exactly.
0: Yeah,
2: that's the point. But we so there's so like like you like okay. There's this there's this thing in basketball that's that I'm not gonna lie, I've fallen victim to. And this idea of like basketball purgatory, where like being in the middle is the worst spot to be in. But that's a case by case basis. If the Minato- Minnesota Timberwolves can establish themselves as like a team that's fighting for a second round appearance every season for like how let's say like three years three four years, that's a huge step up for them. But that's a don't huge want to be step stav-
1: up. Stuck in that for too long. So yeah, I'm but like they've. St- but,
2: yeah, okay, but they've also still got Anthony Edwards who's twenty, Cat who's only twenty six. Yeah, 26. yeah, of course, of course, of course. So like by the time by the time you're done with the picks that got traded in twenty twenty nine, Cat's thirty three and Ru- and Anthony Harris is 27. So you could still be a good team at that point. And Rudy's probably gone at this point, let's be real here. But um you could still you could still be a good team and like if the t- like for the Timberwolves becoming a second round team is a big deal. That's a big deal for that team. Yeah. So like they're fighting for playoff spots right now. If you can become a second-round team, maybe make a conference finals one year. Like, remember that Trailblazers team?
1: With... Uh, with...
2: C- what well, was it, CJ? With Game G- and CJ? They,
1: they made the conference like Thun- finals. Like Thunder, that one? When they killed the Thunder?
2: Yeah. If the, yeah. That's the Timberwolves. They're happy. Or that year, the Pelicans made it to the second round. And with I think ADE they got... Ian DeMarcus? With, yeah, but Boogie went down. Yeah. Or didn't the... T- Didn't the Pelicans also make the conference finals one year? I think... Was that also the boogie year? I feel like they went far one year with Drew Holiday and AD on the team. Maybe. Or maybe it was only second round. But if that's what the Terminals get, I I think they'll take it. I really think they'll take it. I don't think they'll be too upset about that, to be honest.
1: Well, I mean, like, not every team can win a championship, so... I mean, at least... Exactly. Making a hard appearance for it would be worth it, I guess. For the guess for Not a, for yeah, for a team. Not for every fan base that doesn't get to seed the playoffs barely ever. I mean like I guarantee like, like,
2: sure. I guarantee you the Kings would give up every single person oh, the they have for <laughs> for the next 5 years <laughs> yeah. to make the playoffs. Yeah. Just to make it once. Because they That's... haven't made it in what almost 20 years. Like yeah. they just want to make it. So, th- like, yeah, okay, being like that 8th seed, 7th seed is the worst spot in basketball in terms of trying to compete for a championship, but for the Sacramento Kings, that's a huge win. Yeah. So, they already, it's, they it's situ- situation They're
1: trying to do that.
2: Yeah, they're well, they're desperate. Do that they're desperate. They're desperate. With their Sabonis and Halliburton They're thing. desperate. Um,
1: let's go on to another trade that kind right,
2: of took... before, before that, Before that, before, so, we didn't talk a, about the Jazz... We oh. only talked about one team on this side of the trade. We didn't talk about the Jazz. That's
1: true. That's true. Yeah, let, let's let's hop back in this for a few the minutes. The Jazz. Here. So I think the Jazz. This is a this is a a very good situation for them. Oh yeah. Pulling away with five first-round picks. Uh, I mean I can't see Pat Bev playing there, but I mean like Vanderbilt's good. Vanderbilt's um, cool.
2: Walker Kessler. First round Walker pick, Kessler, yeah,
1: cool. Yeah, that's, that's one of the five guys. Uh, I've heard he's a pretty good rim protector. He is,
2: um,
1: and I mean, you got a new center, you could start him. That's what I'd do if I'm the Jazz or probably. Vanderbilt. I'd, I'd probably start Walker at the five and try so. and let him let him have a a good rookie season. Um, as for Donovan Mitchell, apparently they're trying to retool around him. I mean, like, I probably wouldn't, but. I mean, if you're if you're doing that, I guess you've kind of started that process, whatever that's gonna look like. Um, but now you kind of have that opportunity to send Donovan to I don't know uh, Miami or um, maybe no uh, New York just got Brunson. I don't think they'll be doing anything for that. So probably just like Miami or something like that. Um, yeah, I think this is a good place for the Jazz. They're finally getting out of that wrong. That, I mean, I, I guess Rudy Gobert, it, it was an era. He's been there for, what, seven years? so seven, Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Um, and, yeah, that, that's a long time for a player, uh, and they've been used to seeing this guy being a defensive player that you're candidate every season he plays. Um, and now you're moving away from that, um, which is good on them. Uh, I think – this year kind of was a pretty big wake-up call for their, in the playoffs. Um, and yeah, I, I like this side of the trade a lot for the Jazz. Uh, I think it's a clear win for them. And the Timberwolves is not so clear, but it can come out either way.
2: I think that if the Jazz try retooling around Donovan and tap into those picks to try and like get better players, they're idiots. That that's yeah. that's yeah. that's like yeah. like trade Donovan. I, I I was firm on the opinion that if you're trading anyone, you trade Donovan first, and if anything, you try to actually properly build about around Rudy at least once. But um. But yeah, that that's that's at least once you attempt it because they never did. They never properly built around Rudy, and I feel bad for him because now he gets a bad rep for it. But um. Yeah, you're not going to go do anything with Donovan. Like, forget winning. You're not going to do anything with Donovan as your guy. I was really high on Donovan in the, during going into the draft. I was I was, a, I was a big fan. Don't you remember? I, I said he was going to be really, really good before most other people were. Yeah, I agree. That, that was me. I, I, yeah, I remember that. I was, I was that. the big fan. For sure. And For every sure. single year, ever since his rookie year, I've become less and less and less of a fan of his. <laughs> every single My, like affection towards him as a player has just decreased and it's still going down but um, he, yeah I don't know he's just not what I thought he would end up being he doesn't even try on defense as, which, and I thought he'd be a good two-way player I thought he has a build for it but um, yeah just train him for picks C- commit to the rebuild commit to the rebuild this year get Victor Wimbanyama and then get go Tyler again get Tyler
1: Hero get some get some picks and uh don't get Tyler Hero actually well who else are they gonna take
2: just try and take like you try and do what well we'll talk about this in a second and this might be the perfect segue but try and do what uh, Sac- San Antonio did just take a player you can waive just to match the contract but I also don't think that the anyone has any like thirty. yeah no one has cap. a guy
1: like that that we can do so I, I, it's likely who gonna did it be Miami like, have are like Miami, Hero oh, and Hero oh it
2: might be like Hero and Duncan
1: yeah, Hero and Duncan and then ton of picks. See, it wouldn't Whatever
2: surprise me if Hero gets traded to the Jazz if he just becomes better than Donovan at this point. With that role, like with the same freedom that Donovan's now getting, he he
1: could like he could. seeing him in that line, he could he'll be the best player on the team. And
2: he'll probably be a fan favorite. They'll probably
1: the win. They'll probably win like fifteen games, but he'll um, he'll
2: definitely be he won't he, uh, he has will no be a, a Jazz for... fan favorite. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: the, the, <laughs> the Jazz man favorite. There yeah, John Stockton,
2: eh? Yeah, I wonder what the similarities are. Yeah, um, I wonder. There's only one. But um Yeah, no, that like I, I if like if I were the Jazz I would try to just get bums back and just win like four games. Yeah, if you can real. actually win four games, win four games. Yeah. Like, don't try to do any more than you have to. Get that for do whatever it takes to get that first pick.
1: I agree with you. Um, but, uh, but yeah, let's jump into that Spurs thing because we have talked about Rudy Gobert for 25 minutes now. So let's uh, jump into DeJounte Murray, uh, which is another move that um, kind of, I'll just kind of say my piece on this quickly. Uh, for the Spurs, I mean, uh, what, how many picks did they get again? Three unprotected? Yes. Right. Yeah. So three unprotected picks. Um, clearly, uh, I mean, Popovich apparently gave his blessing. Uh, I think he's going to still coach there. So uh, that's interesting. He's, they don't really have a good uh, like a standout player right now. I don't think. Um, unless, am I missing someone? Ooh,
2: Josh yeah. Primo, Canadian. No,
1: no. Uh, I mean, I guess this is a year you can kind of develop your guys like Sochan. Um, Josh Primo. I'm, I'm blank Yeah. Well, Primo. Yeah. He's like what is he's still like 20 years old, right? I think, he's, he's super I think he young. just
2: turned 19 or something like that.
1: Yeah, so he's young. He'll be starting probably now. Uh, I know he did a bit at the end of last season, but uh, Josh Pr- have Keldon Johnson, Johnson, Devin Vassell. Uh, uh, you can see what those young guys can do. Uh, really hope that you can hit on Victor Wembanyama getting the first pick next year. It's the only way you're going to get him. Um, and I, I like this trade for them. I think it's a pretty good one. They got some Hawks picks that are way down the line, so who knows what's going to happen there. But in terms of the Hawks... Um, Trey, DeJounte Murray. Uh, John Collins is apparently done with the franchise, so uh, not going to count him. You got DeAndre Hunter and you got Clint Capella. Um, I think this year we're going to see, hopefully, to see what Trey Young can do off the ball. Uh, this is two guards that, I mean, carry the ball. They are point guards. Um, and one of them is going to have to uh, move a lot more off the ball. Uh, DeJounte Murray, I don't remember like I was doing a little research into this and watching some videos and I don't I, I, don't, I don't think he was much of a threat off the ball uh, in San Antonio than he was with the ball in his hands and uh, Trey young kind of the same with that uh, we saw that in the heat series where he was just getting swarmed and he couldn't really do much even if he passed the ball around but um He wasn't a threat there either, but now we're going to have to see this have to happen. Uh, Trey Young's going to have to be moving off the ball. I mean, he's already a stellar shooter, and we're going to see what he can do off the catch or uh, cutting around, backdoor cuts, cuts to the different wings. Um, But yeah, this is an interesting fit. The Hawks get a defender, one of the best uh, guard defenders in the NBA, uh, beside one of the worst, or probably the worst guard defender in the NBA, in Trey Young. Um. But yeah, uh, this pairing is pretty interesting. Uh, let's hear your comments on this.
2: I mean, I think Trey Young is the worst defender. Yeah, he's probably In, the worst. Defense. Worst defender. <laughs> uh, Trey Young a null off the ball. Dejounte Murray is a null off the ball. Um, yeah. the, like so like, Dejounte
1: Murray isn't good off the ball, right? He no
2: no. Yeah, he doesn't okay, do anything. So then, no. Like it's okay. maybe maybe he's good, but he just doesn't do it.
1: I know. I, I saw something about his like catch and shoot percentage is like kind of decent, but yeah, I mean, but there's now, more. There's like, more
2: there's to it no than sample, that. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no there's, yeah, the sample. sample isn't high enough. And but with Trey, like I remember when he was still in college, the easiest comparison ever was always Steph because of the shooting. Mm-hmm. But everyone wants to shoot like Steph. And no one wants to move like Steph. Like the thing yep. that like the the thing that you can argue makes Steph like that's more more valuable than his actual like incredible shooting ability is his movement and. He kind of moves like a soccer player. Like, a big thing in soccer is off-ball movement, especially for your forwards. Like, you you, you bl- like you go on the uh, defender's blind side or whatnot, inside, outside, like, overlaps, underlaps, whatever it is, to generate space. Not necessarily for yourself, but for the people around you. And that's exactly because it's... Because of his shooting ability, he's become this magnet, Steph. Like, at all times, if he's not on the ball, the other four defenders who aren't guarding the ball are watching him because you have to right and he, he could literally be like he goes from corner to corner wing to wing all the time and that's that's what makes it so hard to defend and all that That's what makes the Warriors so hard to play against but trey doesn't do that like i remember when john wall was on the wizard still if he didn't have the ball in his hands he would literally just stand in one spot the entire possession like i'll ne- i remember this one clip i saw and it was he took he stood like, at the top of the three, like, two steps to the left from the top of the three, just two steps to the left for the entire 24-second shot clock. He didn't even move. And that's what Trey Young is. Like, he just doesn't move if he doesn't have the ball in his hands. And if he's not, then, I don't know. Defensively, this is a huge plus for the for the Hawks, obviously, but... Offensively, I'm not sure how. I think it still will be one, just a result of you getting a much better player than what you had before. But um, yeah, like I think the best best possible outcome for the Warriors, I mean, sorry, Hawks, is that uh, Trey Young becomes like an elite off-ball player and you let Dejounte kind of man it more.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking too.
2: But um, I don't think that's gonna happen, and I. I it's think the Hawks went too fast. I think the Hawks went too fast with this whole thing. I, I, I just think don't that think this is the perfect experience.
1: player that they should have traded for.
2: Yeah, I don't think so either. I like think another needed, point guard? Chris, I just they needed don't understand a Chris
1: why Middleton. they get another point guard. I don't know why they grab another point guard. They needed another Chris. Because two point guards on a team often does not work, and I can't really think of one when it has ever worked. Right, unless I'm blanking here.
2: James Harden, Chris Paul.
1: Yeah, but no. Well, James Harden wasn't really a point guard at that time.
2: I don't know. James Harden's always been a point guard in Houston.
1: Yeah, you think so?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right. James Harden, uh, Chris Paul worked. James Harden, Kyrie might have worked, but I guess we'll never know. Um,
1: but the, but like Kyrie could play off the ball too. Yeah,
2: that's why it works because they. good. Yeah. Really <laughs> and so can James
1: Harden. Well, James Harden not as much, but
2: but um. James Harden, Chris Paul is probably the only like real, real example of it, at least in the last ten years. But, um, yeah, no, like I think the Hawks just kind of did everything too fast. I think that Conference Finals appearance really messed with them more than it should have. Like, um, yeah, I don't like. I think they 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 kind of like skipped a couple years in their build up to being a really yeah, good team. Accident. Yeah, by accident. Yeah. And I'm that's lucky. gonna screw them over, like DeAndre Hunter. You should you go after DeAndre Hunter really high. He s- hasn't totally panned out yet, but I still think he's really good. I still think he's really good. He hasn't entirely developed, but he's still a very good player. Lots of potential there. But I think you needed like instead of a Dejounte Murray, you needed Chris Middleton.
1: Yeah, I think he should have got another wing. Yeah, especially like another... if John Collins is leaving.
2: Well, John Collins, honestly, I don't really care about him. I don't think he's. I
1: don't yeah, know. but like. It's a gap now. The wing position is definitely a gap for them. Yeah. Well, DeJounte they did just—they tra- traded Herder, by the way. Uh, yeah. Thought I'd throw that out there. He's on the Kings.
2: Yeah, but they—they they, uh, Dejounte can guard a lot of wings and can Hunter, so not too worried about that. Um. But yeah, I think they just s- sped up unnecessarily when they really didn't have to. The three first-round picks is kind of concerning. But I, they're still young enough to the point where none of those picks are probably going to be really, really good. No. So it's not the worst thing in the world. But three first, three unprotected firsts, is like when you think about James Harden got what f- four, and then a, and then like three pick swaps. I don't know, three for Dejounte Murray.
1: Yeah, three for Dejounte, five for Gobert, and.
2: I think it was four and three swaps for Harden, something like that, or maybe five yeah. and three swaps. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, it's it's a it's lot. Interesting. It's, it's, but yeah, yeah I, I I'm not too sure. Really. Another I, another.
1: Let me throw in a little Atlanta piece here. I know you don't want didn't want me to talk about this, but oh my goodness! When you have Trey and Dejounte out of the game, you have two other guards that are just elite, and you have the Holiday brothers, Aaron and Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday coming in from the Kevin Herter trade, and Aaron Holiday signing. Um, you know, they're back. Haven't what been did with you each just other since Indiana. What did I call them?
2: What did you call that first holiday, brother, you mentioned?
1: Aaron and Justin.
2: No, no. What did you call, Did you say the best holiday? No. Oh, okay. I thought you said the best holiday for a second. About Gotta a, use your about ears. A, turn those about, headphones up, buddy. I was about to log off. Yeah? I about to stop my recording right here. So, yeah. Finish the rest of it yourself. Um... <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, Hawks, Spurs, interesting. Spurs getting for that, going for Victor. Hawks, we'll have to just wait and see what's going on there. Um. Next news, let's run it back to your favorite team. John Wall member. is no longer a rocket. John Wall has been bought out from the Houston Rockets, and he yes. is signing with the Clippers. Um, John Wall shed six million dollars of his salary, something like that. Still, getting paid like forty mil. Um. But he's on the Clippers now. Uh, projected starting lineup is probably like John Wall, Norman Powell, Paul George, Kawhi, and Zubats, um, which is a s- pretty scary lineup. All depends on their health, though, um, which is the main factor with this Clippers era that they're in right now Is has been the health consistently has been an issue. And John Wall, not typically known to be the healthiest player, Um but, I mean, he's been wanting to play for quite some time now and kind of been stuck behind bars in Houston. Uh, figuratively, not literally. But um,
2: Important to specify. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, John Wall, I like this move for the Clippers. They're getting a the guard. Uh, the only other player I could kind of see them going after would be, like, I mean, Kyrie, but that's harder to do, and Brockton, which is also probably harder to do. Um, but, yeah. Uh, how do you do? You like the signing for Wall and the Clippers?
2: I really do. If yeah, John I, Wall, I think it's great. like if John Wall is still what he, even the level that he showed on the Rockets,
1: yeah, he was the, good on Houston. The I think Clippers makes are him a terrifying good, like a, team. Yeah, like a contender to definitely make it out of the West. I could see a them. A fully doing healthy that.
2: Clippers team is pr- like probably the second best team in the West. Well, actually, a fully healthy Clippers team is the second best team in the West. Probably top After four the worries, in the NBA. Yeah. yeah, probably top four in the NBA.
1: Yeah, like really, I, I, I think they could definitely keep. win a championship if this core is 100%, 100%, healthy.
2: 100%. And they're this deep, is a too. They're, they're a deep very, team as well. Very, very deep. Got they didn't lose any depth.
1: players. They got uh, Morris Sr., um, Rocco, Reggie Jackson's coming off the bench now, which is nuts, uh, who's a starting quality, a good starting quality point guard. Um, Luke Kennard's still there, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, who else you got? Uh
2: let me pull up the rest. Hartenstein left.
1: Um, yeah.
2: Which is actually kind of important. Did Nick
1: Batum stay?
2: Nick Batum, I think he's still on the team. Uh,
1: did he? Which is, I mean, it's cool. Uh, Amir Coffey's back in yeah Cleveland. Okay. They have Terrence Mann, too, um, who's shown some flashes in the he playoffs. He is, before. he's still
2: on the Clippers. Oh, still, Batum is? Yeah.
1: Who's the backup? Who's going to be playing backup big in. Um, in Los Angeles
0: Clippers,
2: I mean, I guess you can start running uh, Roko at the five more. Yeah, like like you still got a budget Rocco doing, right? Uh, yeah, but that is a good team. They've got so many wings, good wings.
1: Yeah, good, very good wings. Like, and then you've still got, got good guards. Yeah. Like
2: I
0: they're, really they're like this, team. this is this is a, I really this, like this team. This is
2: an incredibly well constructed roster. Like very yeah. simply put, this is an incredibly well constructed roster. For but real.
1: The, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it all depends on health though. I, I do really Obviously. like this team. Uh, but yeah, that was a, that was an exciting signing. Um, and I'm excited to see John Wall hoop again. Uh, which I haven't seen in quite some time now. Um, I think he's played like. What was it sixty games in the past four years, and been getting like how stupid much, how many, money? Like two hundred plus. Mil. John
2: Wall has the best job in the world. <laughs> best job in the world, yeah. Best job um, in the world, without a doubt. Now, no, now, no one can say anything to John Wall. Yeah,
1: John Wall is—he uh, he, is that guy. He
2: has such a nice job.
1: So, I, I assume we're gonna have a pretty big segment on the Brooklyn Nets. But would you like to talk about uh, Malcolm Brogdon first?
2: Um, yeah, I got to say this before you say something. Um
1: Okay, I'll let you get your non-biased opinions on Brogdon. Okay,
2: Brogdon's still a good player. There's no doubt about it. Brogdon is still a very good NBA guard. He's yeah. a very good NBA point guard. He solves a problem that the Celtics had, which was the fact that they didn't have a point guard. They okay. didn't really have to give up anyone. Like, anyone super significant in their Me rotation. Me first. No. Entirely irrelevant to the to the roster, to the team. Let's be real here. Yeah. Um, they they have a really really good team now. There's there. This is a huge problem to solve for them. The Pacers probably got the most they could for Brogdon... because it was too obvious that he was leaving, and he just overall isn't the most valuable player in the world. Um. No, I think it's I think it's a good deal for the Celtics. I I would definitely call the Celtics a winners winners first, before I call the Pacers first. But I understand why the Pacers did it. Still, they were desperate to get rid of him. But um, yeah, well, why like? Um, but to say but but but, but, but to say but. stuff like I would have traded him for a second round pick. I, I still, is still and that's stupid that. and but that's I, stupid. I, I, obviously,
1: I know they're gonna get more. But, but Trady, I think if you that were his willing place that, on this stupid. team, his place on this Pacers team, makes no sense. He played like 40 games. He's constantly in and out with injuries, um, and well, okay. just at the end of the season, they just another guard. They just drafted two guards. At the end of the, season. the, they end of the season,
2: they probably only kept him out because they were trying to lose.
1: Yeah, probably. But they just drafted two more guards. Uh, now right. they've got uh, Halliburton, Matherin, Nemhard, Washington. Um, McConnell, so that's five. You have five guys that can uh, are, are playing the point and the shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really just frees up more minutes for guys like Nemhard, uh, especially who uh, Brogdon would have been taking those minutes. Um, but one thing, uh, I, I mean, I, I like this trade as a Pacers fan. I'm totally okay with it. Uh, Pacers now got three first-round picks for next year. Uh, they have their own. They have Cleveland's if Cleveland makes the playoffs, which they probably will. Uh, who just signed Ricky Rubio back, who was on the Pacers for this year for a little bit and never played a game. But he's back in Cleveland, uh, who is a key player to their team. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we got uh, Boston's pick, which is probably going to be really high, like high 20s. Um, but so that's really okay. Low. That's still another pick. Uh, and, yeah, I like this this for the Pacers. For The Celtics, I do like it because you're picking up another good player and the depth is pretty crazy on this team now but I don't think that Brogdon is a true point guard. I know that they've been lacking that and lacking that playmaking and facilitating. Sure, Brogdon can do that at times, but he's not a point guard. He's 100% a shooting guard. He plays his best basketball as a shooting guard off the ball. When he has the ball in his hands, I think he has a pretty significantly sized ego when it comes to wanting to score the ball, wanting to play hero ball, and wanting to ISO a lot, I don't but, know how it's going to look, but I don't think... I mean, he's a good addition. I think they're better with him than without him. But I don't think he is like going to be crazy stupidly good for them. Don't
2: you think that maybe he had that quote-unquote ego... Yeah. Because he was part of a mediocre team where he was, without a doubt, the second best player on that team. And now that he's part of a team with a totally different culture behind it, a team that just came off an NBA Finals appearance, he'll be a lot more willing to adapt his play style or adapt his game or do what it's needed of him rather than what he wants to do. Because in Milwaukee, he was totally different. This was a non-issue in Milwaukee because that was a good team.
1: He wasn't a point guard there, though.
2: Yeah, but he didn't have this. He didn't have this like urge to ball handle, urge to get. I know his he, own didn't. Thing.
1: he didn't. So, he didn't. but he's also was an off-ball guard there.
2: That's fair, but that was also a good team. It was. The Pacers were never when Malcolm Brown the was. The Celtics
1: on, want to plug him in as a point guard,
2: and he's capable. He's he's bet, he's more of a point guard than anyone else on that roster. Und- yeah. Undoubtedly. He's much okay. more of a point guard than anyone else on that roster. And yeah. for what the Celtics had to give up, which is essentially nothing. nothing.
1: That's why I'm saying like, it's it is it's a it really good trade for them.
2: That team. And I think I think when you're part of something that you think like that you can see that if I if I kind of adapt then we could we could actually win a championship. I think it's a lot easier to take some sort of sacrifice than if you're in Indiana where it's like, if I really, really adapt, we might win a couple playoff games. Forget series, a couple playoff I games.
1: Man, I miss right? watching playoff wins. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I think it's a good move for both teams. I think people saying the Pacers are got get fleeced. Sure, the talent, they didn't get back the same talent, but they got back exactly what they needed, which is guard minutes and not to be paying him for three more years. Um, and, I mean, the first-round pick, it's nice. And Neesmith 22 years old, kind of unproven, didn't get a lot of opportunity in Boston, but I've heard he's a great shooter. Uh, cool. Now, uh, and, yeah, I forgot to say the Pacers have six guards now because they got Neesmith back. So, yeah, i like to trade for both both teams probably, I'd say. Uh, I'll, I'll take that. Um, now, this could be considered some of the biggest news of the week, uh, whether you say that or Gobert is, but Kevin Durant has requested a trade from Brooklyn uh, right after – apparently he didn't even know – or Kyrie didn't even tell him he was going to opt into his contract, but Kyrie opted in, and then KD requested a trade. Um, and now Kyrie uh, wants to force his way to Los Angeles, and that's the Lakers. Uh, for a Russell Westbrook type of deal, which the Lakers and Nets are currently active in talks about that, after it was dismissed and then now it's reimbursed, uh, I, I don't know, um, and I mean Kevin Durant said his wish list for teams were what was it, um, Phoenix and Portland, Mi- Miami, the one seeds, Miami, yeah, um, so I think those are probably the top three teams. I'd say the top the top two most realistic teams are probably the suns and the blazers and uh the blazers would be offering something like simon's sharp who is just the seventh overall pick with tons of potential um a plethora of first round picks and pick swaps i could imagine probably like five unprotected picks first round picks that would be uh if rudy
2: got five yeah, I... I, I K, it's you'd, probably, probably going to be like seven. seven.
1: Which would be, like, Brooklyn getting that, like, that's that's not a bad return. Um, that
2: is quite the return. So it like is quite the return. Seven unprotected um, first round. For, it, it's what, ridiculous. 33?
1: And, and you're getting sharp. That's eight. And that's and a good pick, too. That's, and and Vernie Simons. Get, Let's and Simons. That's who just essentially signed for another mil. first. That's that's essentially a, yeah, another so first round pick. You get pick. Nine, nine first round picks, basically. Like,
2: um. And you've still and got Ben Simmons on that team. That is now we s- don't
1: we don't know that it's, they're actually going to get seven first round picks on top. But if Rudy was Simon's five sharp, but if Rudy was five, it only makes sense. KD's got three years or f- three years left four. on his deal, I believe. I think it's four, four years. It so be. you're pairing up. They've been wanting to trade so a guy. Get with Dame. They've been clearing out all the space. They signed Nurkish to a pretty friendly deal. I, I'd like to say, I, I don't know what the number is, but it was uh, somewhat. Uh, I think it was reasonable. And you add KD there. You already have Jeremy Grant, who you just picked up. Um, you lose a little bit of depth, obviously, but um,
2: worth it. It's Kevin Durant. It's worth it. You're it's getting Kevin a, Durant,
1: a guy that's a top ten, uh, close to a top ten player of all time, I'd say. Sure. Uh, sure. And you're pairing him with Dame. You're finally getting Dame, the best player he's ever played with. Uh, and Dame's not going to be the best player on his team for once in his career. Um, And I think the fit is just nice. It makes sense. I think they have probably the best package. Um, And well, I mean that's a crazy Nets team too, though. Simons, Sharp, Simmons, and seven picks. And you're trading Kyrie too.
2: It depends. Well, okay, for Kyrie, it looks like they're going to get Westbrook. Probably less, yeah, like
1: Westbrook and a couple firsts. Yeah, probably
2: two firsts. So and the Uh, Westbrook. That's nine. That's
1: nine first-round picks, though. (laughs) But
2: the thing is, thing you say that. Portland can give the best package. But based off everything that's come out of the Brooklyn Nets, it seems like they still want to be good. So that's what makes the Suns package probably seem like the more favorable one because that's probably going to be McCall, Ayton, and probably like another five firsts. Five? Four or five. The maybe, Suns have that, though? Ma- maybe four and a few swaps. Maybe four and pick swaps. But yeah, you're getting McCall Bridges... One of the best defensive play- one of the best two-way players in the NBA. A wing at that, too, which just makes it that much more valuable. And DeAndre Ayton. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. A team with DeAndre Ayton, Ben Simmons, mccal Bridges. That's a good, that, that's a, that, I think that's a pretty good team.
1: Are you saying Kyrie's going to still be there or no?
2: No, no, Kyrie, Kyrie's gone. If Kevin's gone, Kyrie's gone. Let's be real here. No, no, it won't just be one for sure. They're either both there or they're both gone.
1: Yeah. Um either way you're gonna get a crazy return for uh Durant. Apparently the yeah. if the, if Durant's traded to the Suns, apparently Um The Nets want Booker. And that's the only way they're gonna do it. I think that's I that not somewhere. gonna happen. That's not gonna happen because Book also just got an extension. Um Well regardless 14, of that. Regardless um, of that, it, that was and so also bad. I read with that Miami Heat thing you brought up uh very briefly, Durant only wants to go there if Lowry uh, Bam, Jimmy, and uh, yeah, they're all still there.
2: Yeah, but then how do you make that trade work? That, exactly. You, <laughs> you can't. There's so. no money. Like, let's say uh, they'd be okay, they
1: need to Bam. They need to get a Bam in the or something.
2: You, I think the Heat have to give match at like thirty-five million in cap space. Yeah. Like, just look at the actual roster itself. Okay, you put you put uh, Duncan in there. What? That's like seventeen, eighteen. dollars You yeah. still need another near twenty million in cap.
1: Yeah. So you have to put Bam.
2: You, like essentially you have to i don't i can't envision a way it works without bam like it doesn't like like even if you just went to like the espn trade machine okay you go to the espn trade machine you go like i was watching i was watching a is it billy marks or bobby marks i think it's bobby it might be Yeah, it's, i think it's bobby as well but um like he was, they were doing this on uh espn or whatever Um, you go to my, you look at Brooklyn, you look at Miami. Okay, you throw, you throw literally just Kevin Durant in here. And then, what, who do you try to throw back? Oh, I guess Oladipo's got 11 million now. But you throw Duncan in, you throw Harrow in, I guess you throw Oladipo in. And you try that. And you still need to add another 4 million. Now, 4 million, to be fair, you can make up. To four million. To be fair, you can make up. So it would it would have to be like Duncan, Harrow, Oladipo, and like I, I don't know.
1: But that offer is not as intriguing as uh, what both the Blazers and Suns can offer. Uh,
2: absolutely. Well, that would also probably include like another.
1: Yeah, but eighty thousand picks. picks. Every every team can offer picks.
2: Yeah, but Kevin Dur like look, there's like when you're Kevin Durant, and you say, I'm. I want to get traded to the Heat. Like, let's say he's like, "Okay, I'm only gonna get traded to the Heat, but I'm not gonna play in Brooklyn again." But like, so trade me to the Heat. They'll they'll make a they'll find a way for him to get traded to the Heat. Yeah, probably. Cause no other team is gonna go through with a trade. Cause Kevin Durant's just gonna be like, "No, I won't play for you." Like, it's that simple. And they'll be like, "Okay, like, you say you're not gonna play. I guess you're not gonna play." Like, I don't know what else to tell you. So. No, no, it's it's just it's just as, as simple as that. Like, when you're that good, you have you have the power. You,
1: you
0: ha- have you... the power. Ke- Kevin um, Durant.
2: Kevin Durant decides where Kevin Durant plays sure, next sure, season. Sure,
1: sure, sure. And what do you think the odds that Russ and Kyrie swap? I High, think low. they're
2: pretty. I think they're pretty significant.
1: I think they're I think pretty they're significant pretty as
2: significant. well. I, and apparently Kyrie just bought a $4 million mansion in Los Angeles too. I don't know if you saw that. I did not see that. But I don't know if that's true or not. That's why I say that. Apparently, apparently
1: LeBron, because LeBron is pushing insanely hard. Well, for obviously
2: LeBron is pushing insanely I'm sure he would prefer Kyrie Riving than Russell Westbrook on his team. But um, <laughs> if, if that happens, the Lakers, man, the Lakers might be they back. Got a big,
1: they got a big three. They have a big else.
2: three hey a
1: Lonnie Walker he's cool
2: no he isn't but uh, like I uh, uh, f- <laughs> uh, like like if you have all three of those GTA. Guys, st- also not cool let's 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 be real here let's say you've got 100% Kyrie 100% AD and like 75% LeBron that's a team that's that's a that's a gigantic three a, that is a,
1: a scary team.
2: Like big big like like AD before he kind of fell off before AD pre-championship was like top th- top 3 big in the league. Now he'd probably be a top 5 big in the league. Yeah. 75% LeBron is still comfortably a top 10 player in the NBA.
0: Mhm.
2: Cuz that's what he was this season. And he still averaged 30 And then Kyrie is obviously Kyrie. So I don't know if you need too much else. But um, yeah, if that happens, I mean, I'd be worried about the Lakers again.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I just don't think it's as scary as it might look because that depth really concerns me. And you're
2: also banking on AD Back to old AD, which is
1: and you're banking on AD and LeBron not getting injured, often. which is a lot, dope. A pretty high chance. Um, yeah,
2: especially LeBron's going to be almost forty now, so
1: yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, we have a bunch of money being thrown around and contracts. Uh, I'll just read them out. I'm not going to really talk about them because all of them are pretty expected. Uh, Jokic signed a 264 million dollar deal over five years. BL two hundred fifty one million dollars over five years. The guy just doesn't want to leave Washington. He just wants to suck his whole career. Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa! Um, you can't look in an NBA career. You have a, like at most for for most guys a ten to fifteen year window to make yeah. as much money as humanly possible. You can never fault a guy for taking his money. Bradley sure. Beal is getting 250. He's, getting he's, he's getting making
1: 50 million dollars a year for the next five contract, years, which is very he's, concerning. He's
2: he's established generational wealth for him, his family. He all has, that. he has. which he is has. the goal of his career.
1: Good on him, but uh, I don't I don't even like this move for the Wizards, to be honest. No, I don't um, either.
2: But <laughs> I don't like Good it. on Bradley Beal. Uh, Never discipline uh, for getting Devin his Bucker,
1: money. Devin Booker, like I said, signed a 214 million dollar deal. Carl Anthony Towns signed a two hundred twenty four Super Max. Uh, Zion got a two hundred thirty one dollar rookie Max. Ja Morant got a deal that starts at one ninety three mil but can go up to two hundred thirty one million dollars in his rookie Max. Levine two hundred fifteen dollar Max two hundred fifteen two million dollar Max. Darius Garland one hundred ninety three million dollar Max or rookie Max. And Anthony Simons like we said earlier got a four year one hundred dollar. One hundred million dollar deal. Okay, that's a lot of money. Um, and Jalen Brunson got a four-year, one hundred ten dollar from the one hundred ten million dollar deal from the New York Knicks. Now, all of those ones I just read, besides the last one, were very expected. But let's talk about Jalen Brunson because um, he just signed to the Knicks, which um, was a move that was kind of joked around. By a lot of people saying that the Knicks think he's like Jordan, being paid for that type of money, but I saw that he's only like the fourteenth most paid guard making this money, um, so I mean it's it's not that bad. I just don't think he's gonna solve their issues at all. Um, I don't. I still don't think this is a playoff team really. So I don't think unless it's Julius to unless Julius Randle can tap into what he was.
2: I don't think um, I don't think the signing is them trying to do that. I think I because think, like Jalen Brunson is the best point guard the Knicks have had since like God knows when. Like Jalen Brunson let's let's be real, like giving Jalen Brunson twenty to twenty five million a year isn't the end of the world. Like it's not actually that no. bad of a contract. It's, um it's not. it's not a bad contract at all, really. Like sure it's a slight overpay, but it's definitely something you can deal with. But um the good thing about having a guy like Jalen Brunson is you know exactly what you get from Jalen Brunson. Like that's that's stability, and that stability
1: can Plus be more, big. more, he'll probably get a little bit better, qu- oh uh, for sure, quite a bit better
2: for sure. And that's all, not just gonna help. Not just gonna help them win more games right now, but that's gonna help RJ Barrett develop. That's gonna help the, every young piece they have developed. That's gonna make things easier for Julius Randle, too.
0: Yep. Like, it's it's a
2: it's like sure they're not going to be win playoff games or whatever, but they're just becoming a better team. And this is like these are the type of sign if the Knicks want to become like a free agent free agent destination or become like good, I guess. Just in short, like good. These are the type of signings you have to make at the start until you're until you start having like the big free agents be willing to come to your team. Like, you start with, like, the Tier 2 free agents and all that, and you develop some sort of foundation, and then at some point, the good guys are like, hey, the Knicks are pretty good again. Like, why not? Like, this is what you have to do. And So I don't have an issue with this contract. I don't have an issue with this signing at all. At all, honestly.
1: Yeah, I I don't mind it. I think it's it's relatively good value, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, it's not like you're paying the guy $50 million a year. No, uh, no. If you
2: gave him a max, I'd have a problem. But
1: not even half of that. Uh, no. But no. Well, like just do... over half of that.
2: Yeah, I just over half. So. It's totally fine. fine. There's no it's issue fine. with this contract. It's fine.
1: Um, now, some more minor signings. Uh, I brushed over this a little bit for a few of them. Uh, like Kyle Anderson, we said, went to the Wolves. Rubio to the Cavs. Um... And we got a little bit of uh, movement here. We got Drummond going to the Bulls for two years, 6.1 mil, which is, um, underpay. I, I think, pretty low. I think it's pretty low for Drummond. Uh, good good, good contract for the Bulls. I thought he'd go to contender if he was going to sign for that little, but uh, that's interesting. Um, JaVale McGee, uh, three years, 30 mil, or something like that, for the Mavs. Really like this. I, I really like this. Uh, JaVale's played in Dallas before, I believe. Um, and I think getting a guy like JaVale to back up Christian Wood, who is not the best, def- uh, not really the best defender, and JaVale is shown to be a pretty good rim protector throughout his career, uh, I think this is a great fit and something they need uh, if they want to make uh, another push like they did this year, which I think is quite possible. Um, Bruce Brown went to the Nuggets. Uh, Cool. Uh, so did Ish Smith. Who whoa, is whoa, 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 th- whoa. Bra- don't just brush over. Bruce Brown's good.
2: Bruce Brown. Don't just brush over that. That is a really good signing for the Nuggets.
1: They got him for pretty cheap, too.
2: I think it was, what, like $8 a year or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Which is really good. That's the same amount of yeah. money that Torian Prince got.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> why is he getting eight No, Um, Torian, it's not
2: bad for it's not that it's that's too high for Torian. Torian
1: was in the rotation.
2: Well, okay, that's just you being naive, I guess, but that's not like Torian Prince got too much money. It's just that Bruce Brown should have gotten more. And apparently Brooklyn didn't offer him anything, which is wild. I mean, that's just that's pretty stupid, let's be honest here. That's a really good signing for Denver.
1: (laughs) Yep. Uh they also acquired um who is it? Uh Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and yep. Ish Smith, who has now played on the most teams. If he suits up for the Nuggets, uh, he's now played the most for the most franchises in NBA history. Um, that means that uh, Monte Morris and Will Barton are on the Wizards now. Um, Otto Porter to the Raptors. Uh, pretty good pickup. You get another wing that the Raptors kind of like exactly what Otto Porter does. His size, his abilities is what they're looking for. Um yeah, good good for him. I think he got a pretty sizable contract, some like seven or eight mil per year. Um Malik Monk went to the Kings uh to replace, I guess, the absence of DiVincenzo who went to the Warriors. Um I don't I, I like this for the Kings. Uh I think it's a good signing. Um Malik Monk's still pretty young, I believe. Uh he's yep. like 20, 24. Something around there, yeah. Um, yeah, good, good on them. Devin Chenzer to the Warriors. Uh, I like this one too. Uh, I mean, cause the Warriors seem to be losing all the guys. They also lost uh, Gary Payton, who is a pretty significant piece to them uh, this year, um, and a pretty good story for them too, coming from I don't know being cut and being chosen over Avery Bradley uh, to play there. Um, he went to the Blazers uh, for a thir- a ten mil per year for three years deal Joe Ingalls went to the Bucks who the news was about that I don't know if you saw but uh Joe Ingalls's wife tweeted out according to sources um Joe Ingalls will be signing with the Bucks I don't know if you saw that but I did that's pretty that. funny um, that's pretty cool PJ Tucker signed a three-year 30 million dollar with the Sixers I like the fit I hate the contract uh PJ Tucker's gonna be 40 years old making 10 million dollars quite interesting. I, I think they probably could have picked him up on a shorter contract or, uh, money laundering or something. Yeah. It's, it's quite, uh, interesting. That so is yeah, PJ Tucker's back with Harden. Um, yeah. Jalen Smith is staying with the Pacers, uh, for about, f- uh, he signed two years, which I'm surprised he didn't just sign for the one, but he signed two years. Uh, I think about 4.3 mil each year. um, Really good signing for the Pacers. I'm assuming they're going to keep trying to move Turner, who they said was safe, and then two days later they're shopping him again. Um, if I'm Miles Turner at this point, I want out. Um, but now the Pacers have Jackson and Smith for sure staying there. Jalen um, Smith really turned it up towards the end of the season with the Pacers, and I uh, believe he'll pan out uh, from a failed lottery pick to a pretty good player. Um And he was unrestricted free agent, so he could have took money wherever else, wherever that may have been. But um, uh, he is a pretty big fan favorite coming out of this season from Pacers fans. And I think he embraces that in some sort of way. Um, Now that's kind of the minor signings, uh, which are minor in terms of size of contract and player name, but they... Do make up significant changes in, in depth and probably pushes teams over the edge a little bit um, now there's one last topic uh, that we have for this week uh, that is a little more of a uh, unfortunate situation um, one day before free agency officially hit miles bridges uh, forward for the charlotte hornets was charged with a felony for domestic violence um, who uh, assaulted his wife or I believe it's his wife in front of his child which is pretty disgusting um, and uh, she uh, released pictures uh, coming out of uh, she was silent about the situation but uh, apparently it escalated pretty badly uh, pictures are quite horrific and uh, he, uh, he should not be in the NBA, uh, for what he did. It's quite. I, I don't think it's acceptable. Uh, for, from a from a human standpoint, it is not acceptable, and especially being an athlete uh, that's being watched by millions of people. I, I don't think that should be taken uh, lightly by the league. And I don't. And I, apparently, the yeah the Hornets pulled the qualifying offer. Um, no. so who knows
2: uh no he sh- miles bridges should never step foot on an nba court again it's very simple i mean you can, like the, the simple thing is like it doesn't matter how good you are at basketball you can't you, like simply put you can't do that i mean that's obvious enough i mean just the fact that you would do that to another human being especially one that's you're supposed to be as connected with as zero as, as i guess you're you're the mother of your children or if it's not the mother of children, the woman you're with, or any the person you're with, and um, in front of his kid, i like, not sure if it was in front of, his, either way.
1: It was, yeah. It,
2: it yeah that that makes it a thousand times more awful. I mean, I can't imagine what the child is going through. Uh, I can't imagine what she is going through. Um, I have absolutely no sympathy towards Miles Bridges. Uh, he's like, he's like, I don't know. He's like the absolute. He's like a dirt of a human being at this point in my eyes at least that that's that's the lowest of the low um yeah you can't do stuff like that that's obviously terrible and no the NBA should not allow that to to be on the court again because at the end of the day Miles Bridges I mean from a business standpoint too you represent the NBA at all times you're an NBA player you're part of this elite group of like 500 men and you're representing one of the biggest businesses on in the planet like on the planet and uh so that he's that's inherently tied back to the nba so i mean are you gonna let someone that does stuff like that to anyone be a part work for you i guess and he very simply should never be like like look what happened to myers leonard he's not getting another nba deal no and it's not it's not about comparing or whatnot But Miles Bridges was just charged with a felony. A felony of that degree as well.
1: He was posted uh, for bail uh, the night he... Actually, he turned himself in, apparently. uh, And he was posted for, I think it was $130,000 bail, which was paid out. Well, he has the money for that. That's
2: not the Yeah, of course. But, Um, um, no, he, like... He
1: shouldn't be getting another contract. he He
2: should not be playing professional basketball in any at any level from this point on i mean it, it's it's disgusting I, I can't believe like that someone else would do that it's it's awful um yeah i mean he has obviously i mean you have to think about all the people who's like you have you think about the lives he's ruined that ladies and his child's effectively all the countless people he's disappointed for through doing something like that it's terrible no it's awful it's I can't believe we have to talk about it. Yeah. Like I can't believe that's something that's actually like worth, like that is being mentioned. Like, like the Montres Herald situation was stupid, but it was yeah, funny. It is,
1: it was pretty laughable.
2: It was laughable because of just how dumb it was.
1: Yeah, those worst boys are. But quite, this,
2: this is awful. Qu-
1: quite troublemakers.
2: It's. I don't even want to say that because this yeah. is this is this isn't comparable to anything that's been done by anyone this is this you should you should not be in the league anymore it's that simple yeah you've lost the privilege
1: for sure um well on that uh quite somber note, uh, upsetting somber note uh thank you for listening to this week's episode of the playbook um and have a great rest of your evening morning afternoon
0: or night And we will catch you next week.